welcome to Rookie Designer. My name is Jake, and I'm here with my co-host, Carl. First of all, Carl, happy Star Wars Day. Oh, God. <laughs> May the 4th be with you. Yes, yes. Um, if you don't know, uh, Star Wars Day is actually May 4th, and that's the day we're recording. And uh, I have a lot of friends and stuff that have been putting up a lot of stuff on Facebook, and it just made me think, because I know we're both geeks, so it works. So what are we going to talk about today, Carl? Today we're going to cover networking, and I think there are two aspects we can cover to that. One is networking to find jobs, you know, finding business cards, logos, that kind of stuff. And then there's the networking to find a full-time position. Um, both uh, do have some overlap, but otherwise they can also be very different experiences. Absolutely, absolutely. So why don't we start with networking to find business and obviously one way you can do that is to find groups in your community such as BNI, the Chamber, um, young professionals organizations, things like that that allow you to go into these groups and you get to meet other business owners and tell them what you do, find out what they do and, and hopefully make that connection so that you can both help each other out. Um, specifically, I've been looking at BNI a little bit closer, which is uh, Business Networking International. They are a for-profit organization, which is a little bit different than some of the other, like Chamber and Young Professionals tend to be non-profit. Um, but what's different about BNI is it's done on a much smaller scale. Like the group that I went and visited, they have between 25 and 30 members. So it's it's about having a specific person for each area of business, basically. So you have a plumber, you have an electrician, you have a lawyer or two, depending on how big the group is. Um, and, and what I was hoping to go in as is a graphic designer or web designer. If I go into the group, I would then what they call lock out that position, and then nobody else could come in that – is in that specific industry, which is kind of nice because the idea of BNI is all about referrals. It's all about give to receive. So it's it's a very interesting way to do things, and, and I'm really looking at them closer, and I think it's something I want to do. Um, have you had any involvement with BNI, Carl? I have been invited to a BNI group uh, by a friend just to attend, but unfortunately they uh, host their event on Wednesdays during the middle of the day, so I've not been able to do that given the full-time job. But um, from what you had been mentioning pre-show, I guess BNI has several groups in every location. Is that true? Yeah, they do. And, and what I would recommend is if you're interested in, in BNI, I would go to their website, which is just bni.com and then do a search in your area to see if there's a chapter now where i am there's actually three chapters within the glens falls queensbury and upstate new york in that area and uh that makes it interesting because it makes it easier to find a group that i can fit into that meets at a time that i can meet it's interesting that you're saying that your friends group meets basically lunchtime where mine actually meets first thing in the morning, like 7 a.m., not fun as a freelancer, but it works. And they meet before people go to work, which so it's interesting how each of those tend to do a little bit different time. So that's what you want to look for a chapter. You want to look for a time that's going to work for you. 
Um, another one, like I said, is the chamber. Um, they're a much bigger scale normally. Obviously, it depends on the, how big of an area you live in. Um, obviously, for you, Carl, something like Boston, you probably have different chambers for different areas of Boston, I'm assuming, correct? Yeah, that's true. Uh, the Boston Chamber is huge, and I believe it covers most of greater Boston. Um, that's the chamber I'd look into. Uh, the smaller ones are nice, but they don't have as big participation as you might want. Yeah, that's true, and I think that's something that I liked about BNI is the participations. Because the group's smaller, there seems to be a little bit better participation, but on the chamber, I've seen that too. Like, there's a bigger chamber just south of me, but the one in my area is a little bit smaller. Participation isn't as much as you would hope for. Um, it's still a good organization to look at, and I think what you need to do is, like with BNI, the chamber, or the young professionals, is find somebody that already belongs to that group and see if you can go with them as a visitor. I would say all of them allow that and they want people to come and visit and they encourage it because they want to grow the organization and they want to grow the network and that's what it's all about um i had a great experience with bni that i actually have grown my network before i even joined bni because i met with some of the people and i've gotten to know them and that's what's attracted me to that a little bit more the chamber i had the same experience as well when i was part of the chamber last year I got to know a couple people, and I grew my network. And what that does is it allows you to reach out to those people when you're looking for business. Or if you're looking to connect with somebody or get a referral, you can ask some questions. You can try to get people to help you get in that door to get in front of that person you're looking to get in front of. Um, the Young Professionals is really cool for, like, uh, Carl and I were both under the age of 40, so it would be a, a great organization to join because it would be people that are younger, obviously. That's why it's called the Younger Professionals Organization. And a lot of times those people might be a little bit more tech-savvy. They might be more into gadgets and things like that that could make it more fun to meet with those people. Not to mention they're your age group, so it's it's just a different environment. It can be, I don't want to say a little bit more fun because that's not the right thing to say, but it could just be a little bit easier maybe to connect to somebody that's closer to your age that is maybe running their own business as well, and you can help each other grow. So, I, And that, I think, is the big thing with networking. As well as finding business, it's about growing and helping each other out, and I think that's what you wanted to talk about, was networking on a level, not necessarily to find freelance work, but to find full-time work. And a lot of times the way you do that is networking with people that are in your industry. So why don't you talk about that a little bit? Sure. Um, I, You guys know how I found my positions. Um, but there's always that, how do I land a position? And I recommend connecting with your vendors, your print vendors, your, your uh, tech people, and letting them know um, what kind of stuff you're doing recently. So... I, you know, I've mentioned that I'm doing email marketing to some of my friends and it's led to freelance stuff, but it's also in demand in the job industry. Uh, one of my vendors, uh, who I had out to quote a project for me mentioned two very, uh, attractive jobs that he knows are hiring. I mean, these are major restaurant groups that are looking for a designer and as tempting as it is, 
I'm not ready to pursue that yet, but it's always nice to know I've got a vendor um, who I've worked with for years always looking out for me. He also has written very good recommendations for me on LinkedIn. And there's another resource where you can really get your name out there and tell people that you're working, uh, what your recent projects are, the successes, the new stuff you're learning, and also uh, sharing and getting endorsements. And I encourage people to really get their LinkedIn profile uh, built up. Um, have you uh, been on LinkedIn as much, Jake? Yeah, actually, I, I have shifted a little bit. Like, I, I do a lot of um, basically interaction and stuff with clients on Facebook, but I've shifted a little bit to LinkedIn a little bit more, and I've gone in to make sure that I've updated my profile, that it's got some of the more recent projects in there and things like that. And I think that's something that's important is if you use anything that's got like an online profile or anything like that, that you want to keep that up to date, especially if you do a lot of projects as a freelancer or if you've changed jobs, whether you stay internally in the in the company and you've, you've moved up or anything like that, you want to make sure that you take the time to update those profiles because you want to have it the most recent information. The easiest way to put it, it's a resume, and that's kind of the way LinkedIn has it set up. It's a resume for you, and it's an online resume. And it's somewhere where you don't have to send the information out. People can find that information about you. And so it's important to keep that up to date. The endorsements on there now are really interesting because a lot of the people that I've worked with um, have gone in and endorsed me in areas like print design or print layout for the magazines I've done, web design, things like that. And I think that makes a difference for people because it shows that connection. It shows people you've worked with. So not only is it good to receive those endorsements, but take the time and and endorse people that you've worked with because it does make a difference. Um, Back to the the Facebook thing, another place that can be really good for both helping you find a job and also help you find freelance work is groups, whether it's Facebook groups or it's Google Plus groups, or I think Google Plus calls them communities. That's a great way to stay connected with clients that may be in a different industry. For example, I belong to a pet sitting group. I know I've talked about before that that's become a niche that I work with. Well, I'm in that group. While I don't have a lot to give as far as how to take care of pets, how to to make sure that your uh, pet sitting business is running well, I don't have a lot to give to that area. But when somebody says, hey, I need a design project done or a design project looked at, or I have some ideas, how do I market that I can help them with that and it's a good way for me to stay connected with what's going on um, but you can do the same thing with some of those groups when you're looking for full-time work you can join groups that are part of your industry whether it's um, in design groups like I, I belong to one that's called night owls that um, von Gliska started and all that is is it's all a bunch of freelancers that tend to work late at night. Well, you know what? If I was looking for a job, I might be able to go in there and say, hey, who knows what what jobs are out there? Are you working somewhere they're looking to hire a designer? So it's a good way to stay connected with people in your industry as well. Um, Before we got started, Carl and I were talking about the fact that both of us would love to go to an InDesign user group meeting. 
And there are some in Boston. There's some in New York City. There's some in Rochester as well. So that's another thing that we could connect with people that are in our industry that could help us find a job. And some of them could be owners of uh, design firms that are looking for people. Or they could be owners of a print shop looking for somebody. And, And that's where... Or they could just be in a regular business of any sort, and they might need help either on a freelance side or to hire somebody full-time. So it's always good to take the time to stay connected to people. Um, a great story is how Carl and I met. We met on a, a design forum called the Graphic Design Forum. And over the years, we've stayed connected, and that's how this has happened. That's how he has now become a co-host on Rookie Designer as well as we collaborate on projects, we stayed connected. And that was a network of its own. Unfortunately, that a lot of the people have left that network and we've all gone on to do other things, but we stay connected because we know that that network is important. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other groups that are out there that would be good to mention. Obviously, there's, there's stuff a- like... Go ahead. Go ahead. There's another feature on LinkedIn. It's following companies. And uh, when you follow companies, it's like you're part of their group. There are groups as well that talk about the trade, uh, art director groups or other uh, design groups that are regionalized. And I'm a member of several of them, um, which it actually mentions in your LinkedIn profile. But um, it's always good to follow companies and see when they're posting jobs. And you know instantly uh, how to apply, you send them your profile and you're already in the running at that point. Um, so I think it's always good to, uh, work with those groups as well. Um, as far as Facebook groups, there are groups that you can find inspiration from. There's groups, um, basically headhunters that have groups that you can post your profile to or, or, uh, share jobs with because they give you referral bonuses so I think it's always nice to just stay connected with your industry. And, and I think it's important to talk about the fact that as designers, a lot of us tend to be introverts. And we tend to isolate ourselves, especially if you're a freelance designer. I, I'm, I've got to be completely honest. I work for myself. I work out of my home. And I do tend to get isolated. So something like BNI is a great way for me to have something to go do to break the good routine of every day, but some of the monotonous of working for myself, not socializing. So not only can networking be good for business and good for finding a job, it can be good just for your personal life as far as having something to go socialize at and have something to not only get network connections for business, but to build friends too. And I feel that that, that can help. And, and as designers, we tend to isolate ourselves. And it's almost a little bit easier now because of things like Facebook groups and things and LinkedIn and things like that to stay isolated. While those things are good, definitely look at local things as well because it's important to get out there and put your face out there to be put with your name. And to make those connections in person and to kind of break out of being that introvert. I mean, I'm definitely guilty of that, so I can understand why people feel that way. But I know that going to these meetings help. Going to Mixer events are a great way to socialize and really 
bring more out of me than just sitting behind my computer. So do you have anything else that you want to add as far as networking? Well, my other thought was um, always keep in contact with the people you worked with in the past, um, people that know your measure of skill and your strengths. It, are, it is those people that can help you find work, uh, that can endorse you. I mean, one of my current freelance clients is actually the sister-in-law of my old boss. And the relationship I have with her is amazing. I, I do a few hours with them every couple of weeks. The money is easy money, and the uh, work relationship is perfect because I've worked with them for the last eight years uh, when they were looking for stuff from their sister company. So it, it worked out well for me. Um, and I know that you always go to the social occasions for your clients. Do you find a good opportunity network there? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it's it's interesting because last year was the first full year that I was on my own. And it wasn't easy. It, it was difficult. But as I grew my network and I socialized with people, whether it was online or in person, and made more connections, the referrals started to come in. And I, not that I've stopped looking for business, but I spend less time searching job boards. I spend less time, which we talked about all that last show. I spend less time doing that now and more time doing work because things have started to come to me as part of that network, as part of that referral basis. And I think what you were just talking about is a perfect example of that because you had that relationship with your old employer that kept you in mind. And so that socialization, whether online or in person, grows the referrals. And don't ever stop looking for business. But you'll see that change. You'll see it when you start getting referrals over having to search for work. And it's really cool. But that business is all about networking, whether it's you working for somebody else or working for yourself. It all comes down to that. And a lot of people need to remember that that networking is what is going to make them successful. Now, the number one tip that I will tell anybody When you have a networking situation, don't forget your business cards. It is hilarious how many people I have talked to that get into a situation and they're like, oh, I forgot my business cards. And I'll be completely honest, I had that happen to me about a month ago. And and I wrote, I think it was on Facebook, I wrote, take business cards, stick them anywhere you can, in your car, in your jacket, in all of your jackets, in any any paperwork you have, any folders you have, so you never have that chance that you might forget your business cards because that is a number one thing in networking is to make sure you have those business cards. And then also what you were talking about with making connections, follow up. When you meet somebody in a networking situation, follow up with them. Um, show the appreciation for their time and build that connection. Um, what what other tips do you have as far as what you do after you make a, a connection with somebody? Um, as far as making, once you make that connection, you like you said, you need to uh, follow up with them. You need uh, you had said, "I'll never stop looking for work." Well, I'm going to say, "Never stop looking at the job market either." Just know what what people are looking. 
keep your hand on the pulse of um, how often jobs are getting posted because you can always refer other people to them especially it's if it's new designers they they're going to be looking for jobs uh, in about a month from now so keep your options open and uh, make sure that you know what's out there and refer other people especially uh, give recommendations because I've I've had people call me uh, to refer friends and whatnot and then I ask are you guys looking for a designer or do you uh, do you frequently work with designers? You have an opportunity to either get yourself in a better position, or to perhaps freelance with them. So always, always talk to people. Communication's key. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I think we did a really good job of covering like a lot of different things in networking, and I, I just think it's important to remember to be open going out there and getting involved in things. Um, if you've got any questions about networking or if you've got any stories you want to share with us, definitely let us know. You can find us over on the Rookie Designer podcast website, which is rookiedesigner.com. Um, you can contact us by going to info at rookiedesigner.com and send us any stories. Also, don't forget you can uh, find us on Facebook as well at facebook.com slash designer. Let us know what networking situations you've gone into, um, what groups you're part of, things like that, and let us know what you think will work. Um, we're always looking for feedback as well. We want to know what you guys think of the show and what ideas you have for upcoming shows. At this point, I think we're going to go into what recommendations we have because I think we're going to try to do that every week. doesn't have to be design-related. What do you got, Carl? Well, one of the things people need to know is, uh, and this is in the vein of looking for work, uh, you want to know what the company is like that you're looking at, go to glassdoor.com. You might have to fill out a simple profile and list a job that you worked with previously. Go with your the job you had as a kid. Go with something simple as that, and then you're in, and you can look at you can look under the rug at a company. So when a company is endorsed being the best place to work, well, go to Glassdoor and check it out. You'll get feedback from uh, current employees and past employees. You'll get salary uh, levels that people are making so that you can know whether or not you're making good money or you should be looking to work with them. And you can get just an underside view, the inside baseball of that company. And this covers all industries, and it's just a great resource. Huh. That's interesting. I've actually never heard of that, but part of that is because I'm in freelance. And I think that's what's interesting, having these conversations with you, is that you work full-time, and I'm in freelance, and I think it's neat to get different perspectives. So that's a great website. I'll definitely have to check that out. Um, My recommendation this show is another podcast – I'm a huge fan of 5x5 and Dan Benjamin's network. There's a show on there that I've been catching up on that's called Quit. You would you would think, okay, are they telling people to quit their jobs? Well, no. That's not what it really is about, mostly. It's a call-in show. It's about sharing stories of how people have either gotten fired, how they've quit their job or how they're thinking about quitting their job, or that they're concerned about their job. And I think it kind of fits into what we're talking about today as well. Quit is really interesting because 
it talks about pursuing your dream, pursuing what you really want. And that could be working for somebody full-time, or it could be working for yourself. But it's a really interesting show because it, there's a lot of different stories that are shared. And, and I can feel like I can relate to some of the stuff because of what happened with me and, and leaving a job that I was with to, to start freelance full-time and making that leap. And honestly, they talk about it in a more planning it out and doing it the right way as opposed to me, which was I just jumped and thought, well, I'll see what happens. Not the best way to do that. But Quit is a great show. Dan Benjamin's Network 5x5 is awesome. There's all kinds of different shows on there. But I, I think in relation to networking, jobs, and freelance, Quit is a really good show. So I would definitely check that out. Before we go, I wanted to put a shout-out out there to Graphic Design Stuff, which is a page on Facebook. And it's run by a gentleman named Mark that has been really, really supportive of Rookie Designer. And I want to just put out there a thank you that I really appreciate all the support he's given us. He's shared several shows with people. He's shared the fact that we're a podcast. The page is awesome. It's uh, facebook.com slash graphic design stuff. And it's all kinds of uh, tips. It's all kinds of videos, different other podcasts besides our own. And it's he's trying to build a community around it. So he, the page is open. You can go in there and share stuff yourself. And it's been really, really good, and it's really successful. But I just wanted to put a thank you out there to Mark, and I believe the other gentleman's name is Paul that, that runs it with him. You guys have been a lot of help with us getting Rookie Designer back off the ground, and we really appreciate it. All right, well, I think that wraps up our show. Where can they find you online, Carl? They can find me on Facebook as uh, Carl Gravakis or uh, Holy Carp Design. You can find me at holycarpdesign.com. And also look me up on LinkedIn. I'd like to uh, connect with you, actually, if, if you're out there. Um, feel free to look at my profile. You'll see features that um, like a portfolio and whatnot. Get some ideas. Let's talk. Excellent, actually. Yeah, I'll, I'll actually put... I know, I know we've put your site, your Twitter, your Facebook and stuff in there, but we'll actually add LinkedIn to our little profiles that we have on Rookie Designer. Um, you can find me at prepressology.com. You can find me on Facebook as Jake Van Ness, or you can also find me as my brand page, which is uh, facebook.com slash prepressology. I'm also available on Twitter as prepressology, and we're available on Twitter as Rookie Designer as well. I really appreciate everybody that's supporting us. If you love what the show's doing, please go to iTunes and subscribe. Also, please leave us a rating on iTunes, and we'd love a review. It helps iTunes know what shows are relevant, what shows are being listened to, and can help us get more listeners. We want to grow the community, and we appreciate everybody that's listening already. And as always, everybody's a rookie before they're an all-star. 